Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. So good to have you with us. I've got my friend, Pastor Frank Bailey from New Orleans, Louisiana, Victory Fellowship. And uh, we've been just sharing some things on these podcasts. Good to have you back today, Frank. Glad to be here. Amen. Hey, um, one of the things that um, Frank uh, is very keen on and and has really focused a lot of his attention on is revival. And he studied past revivals extensively. And, uh, and in fact, Frank, if you want to, you can mention a little bit about some things in the past, but also... From that, get a little insight into what you feel like God's going to do in the future. So where, where do you think we are as a church? What do you think God's about to do? And can you correlate that with things that have happened in the past? And, sure. Um, you know, I guess one of the things that, that used to get me stuck was um, thinking things had to always be the same. Right. Um, I remember um, just before... I was I experienced the touch of God in 1994. I guess it was just a couple months before I got a phone call from Dick Mills, and he asked me, "Hey Frank, what do you think the next revival is going to look like?" Well, I had I had no idea what he was talking about. You know, I thought well, that all looks the same to me. You know, I didn't I didn't know I didn't have any sphere of reference. Right, right. And of course, he had been through the Pentecostal yeah. revival and the. Word of Faith revival, revival and the Healing and Revival, the Latter yeah. Rain, the Charismatic Renewal. And so he had some experience of how there was different twists and turns, different characteristics of right. each outpouring of the Holy right. Spirit, which I was unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was touched in 1994, I was really blindsided. I was blindsided by how strong it was, right. how real it was, and how diverse it was. It was yeah. it was the same as what I experienced before, but turned the volume up a hundred times. <laughs> right. You know, right. and and it was it was it had the same characteristics but but different a different emphasis, you yes. know, of, of God's yeah. presence. Um, you know, I was touched with joy in 1994 in a way that I'd never experienced before. Not, you know, I touched little bits, but nothing, nothing as deep and profound as that. Right. right. So, you know, there was a distinct characteristic mm-hmm. to what the Lord did in that season, and and there has been throughout history. You know, you think back of um, the, the Pentecostal revival, the Azusa Street revival. The main focus was was that baptism in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking right. in other tongues. Right. If you go back and read about Azusa Street, one of the the manifestations that they spoke of over and over again was the corporate singing in the Holy Spirit. Wow! And it says that that the manifestations at times would be so strong that it sounded like the singing was not coming out of their mouths, but out of their chests, oh my out of their bodies. Wow. It was like their bodies became a, an instrument, a singing instrument, you know? And so it was a, a distinct, unprecedented act of right, God. Right. So I think one of the things that causes people to, to freak out is when the Lord starts to move in ways that they're not familiar with or when in ways that they've never seen before, mm-hmm. they exit out right off the bat. Right. When they might just might, wait. Wait a minute. Yeah. Maybe maybe it is yeah. the Lord. Yeah. And so I th- you know, of course there's some critical things we need to look at. Um, you know, how do I know if something's really of God? First of all, does it honor Jesus? Yes. You know, is Jesus the center is he of it? Magnified. Is he magnified? Yeah. Is the what is the fruit of people's lives that are being touched right. by the revival? Right. Are they talking more about Jesus? Are they excited about the word? Are they about the local church? You know, you judge a revival by its fruit. Right. And um, so, 
you know, I think we need to, to, to be cautious about ruling things out right. because we might be ruling the move of God out. Right. Frank, you, you studied some of the moves in the, uh, in the um, early, really in the early beginnings of America. 1700s. Yeah. yeah. And that was a totally different revival because there was a totally different need yeah. at the time. Is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. There was, there was, it was, you think about colonial America in 1740. Right. There was 13 unrelated colonies from different ethnic groups, 13 rebellious unrelated colonies. Um, Some of them had, you know, had come because of the Puritans and the pilgrims had come here. And, um, um, but that was three generations before. They were the the, the great, great grandsons and they were all backslidden. Right. And uh, so 1740, you had an evangelist from England in his early 20s by the name of George Whitfield that came to America in 1740. He preached in America for 30 years and it was it was the, it was the great awakening yeah. and you had thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of young americans from every colony that were born again in those wow. 30 years and literally changed l- everything listen to this it became one nation under god yes 13 unrelated rebellious colonies became wow. one nation under god because of the great awakening wow that's amazing yeah wow yeah all right we in America right now, and if you're not listening, if you're listening from another nation, we're speaking kind of about this. We're in a mess in America. We're in a mess. We're in a mess right now. And, yeah. and we've got to have a revival that will change that mess. We've got to, you know, and just like, you know, if, if we're, if you take back at the beginning of our country, generations had gone by since they had seen a move of right. God. Just like it was when John the Baptist showed on the scene. Generations yeah. had gone right. by. Well, we're, years, we're in a generation yeah. we're, we're in a generation right now, mm-hmm. today in 2016, that needs to experience for themselves that's right. a visitation of the Holy yeah. Spirit. Right. And that's the only thing that can fix this goofed yeah. up world. Yeah. You know, it was also interesting to me um, when you look back at the Azusa Street, yeah. but then you look up, follow up into the healing revival. There were two parallel revivals going on. There was a healing revival. And then you've got Billy Graham yeah. doing these mass right. uh, yeah. crusades, yeah. but was not having healings or no. anything like that. But yet you, you had this other group that were, were doing healings. Is it possible that God can do two things like that at, well, at was, one time? Well, really from his perspective, it's one thing. It is. If, if you look at you look at the Azusa Street Revival, it really was the same thing as the Welch Revival. Right. 1904, 1906. Right. It was the same visitation. One was without tongues and one was with tongues. Right. But it was right. the same visitation. Right. Wow. It was seasons. And, and, you know, the Lord was pouring out his spirit in the 1940s in the healing revival. Right. He had men like Oral Roberts, Correct. you know, and Hal, um, uh, what, I forgot the name now, the brother from um, Christ for the Nations. Yeah, uh, uh, Gordon Lindsay. Gordon Lindsay, yeah. you know, and all the others that yeah. they were experiencing the healing revival. Right. But then you had Billy Graham and others yeah. that were not, but it yeah. was still, it was the same visitation. It was a revival. It was, it was, a, it was a spiritual moving. awakening right. in America. Right, right. Yeah. What do you feel? In your spirit, or do you have an opinion about what you feel like it's going to look like that we've got to have or you feel like God's about to do in, in America or the world for that matter? Well, I feel like the world is in a very severe situation right now. I agree with that. And, and, I, and I feel like that the, that, that the Lord is going to move proportionally. 
I feel like there's going to be a proportional move that's wow. going to affect our society yeah. in a profound, deep way, unprecedented. Yeah. You know, we've seen, you go back historically and see great things. He saves the best for last. Yes. And I think we're about to experience. Latter rain, former latter rain. And, we're about yeah. to experience an unprecedented yeah. move of God. What in would our you say to, to people? I know what I say to them, but I'm going to ask your opinion. That say, well, this is that that we we're not going to have another move because this is God judging America for abortion, judging America because we haven't done this or that, and uh, that He's just aligning us for the end times. Well, I you know, I think there's always going to be a a I hate to use the term remnant because I think the remnant will be huge. Yeah, but right. I. I think that there's going to be always be a a, a a a group of God's people that are going to be touched in a profound right. way, right? Even in the midst of judgment, sure. even in the midst of falling yeah. away, there's yeah. there's going to be. I think there's going to be a a black and a white right. instead of the grays, yeah. and there's going to be a stronger, more powerful church in the last days yeah. in the midst of the backslidden church yes. at the same time. I remember I was having um, um, lunch one day with Mar Cirillo. And, you know, he's been around for many, many years and preached massive revivals all over the world. And I, I, I'll never forget, I was having lunch with him, and I asked him, I said, what do you think is going to cause or be the spark for the next great revival in America? Now, this was probably 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and he's, he didn't hesitate. He said, persecution. Wow. That's scary. When, but it's, it could be, he could be exactly yeah, right. We're, yeah. we're experiencing that right now. Yeah, I mean, we are. We, the church has become, in, in the U.S., has become the bad guys. Bad we're guys. the brunt of every yeah. attack. Yeah, it's like Isaiah said, what's good is called bad, and what's yeah. bad is called good. All this you know? cultural stuff you yeah. know, that we've been dealing with the last, yeah. the last few years is really aimed at Christianity. Yeah, yeah. I believe that there has to be an element uh, a that we have got to see an unprecedented supernatural manifestation of God's power, Amen. Of healing, Amen. Amen. Uh, I, I'm desperate for it. Yeah. I mean, I stand over somebody who's who's got cancer or or, or, or dealing with a life threatening thing in their lives, or someone with no limbs, and you're looking at that and you're thinking it would not be anything. That's right. For God to just come in. And totally transform that and make, because I'm I'm convinced signs and wonders. The Bible says that Jesus and the church were for signs and wonders. Yep. Well, you go find out what kinds of signs and wonders Jesus did, yep. and they were heal the sick, yep. raise the dead, cast out devils, yep. lame you, walk, blind yep. see. You're talking about his historical things that have like that. You know, I was reading a book a couple of years ago about Sister Amy, Amy Simple McPherson. Right. She experienced some incredible miracles. Yeah. I, one particular miracle, she had a, a tent meeting where they were bringing in the sick, the lame, and there's one service. She was while she was preaching, there was ninety deaf people instantly healed in one service. Oh my just, goodness! Bam! It hit at one. It just yeah. The, suddenly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those are the kind of things that can affect. Yeah. Affect yeah. a nation. You know, I also, uh, to tie something else into this, uh, that I, I, I learned uh, was this, that a lot of times you create the atmosphere for those that healing by, your, by worship, that God can do some powerful, powerful things 
because you put yourself in that position of worship for for him to to yeah. come in yeah I believe that and, and to dwell yeah well it's it's you know the word and the spirit and the spirit you yeah know? and if you, yeah. if you provide that's that's really all you need to provide yeah. in church you get people yeah. worshiping and worshiping and worshiping absolutely and, then, and start breaking the word exactly things are going to happen yeah you know I, I wanted to mention this too before we 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 close today but. Um, you know, I, I'm I was I'm a word guy. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I, I you know I, I'm convinced I've got to I've got to have a word for it. And when the Holy Spirit started falling, and and we began to drink, the, the Lord gave me that scripture without any other anybody else around. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. I preached for six weeks on that verse. Wow. You know, after after the Lord started moving. And and I think you know I didn't I didn't even realize anything was going on anywhere else until you actually called me and we went to a meeting together. Yeah, that's right. But um, it's amazing that sometimes you don't know that it's in the Word until after it happens. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. because you you can't you, you say well I'm going to study this out. Well, it's like what what Peter said. Peter said after the Holy Spirit fell, this is that. Which was written. Yeah, he didn't know before. Yeah, and uh, and the same thing like with joy. Once I was filled with that that indescribable joy. All of a sudden, every scripture in the Bible is talking about gladness and joy. Yeah, it was a confirmation. Isn't that amazing? Confirming everything yeah. with His word. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have to fret over that. Yeah. You don't have to say, "Oh my God, well, what if it's what if it's different?" Well. It's going to be different. Yeah, it is different. But but don't run from it. Don't don't get distracted. Wait on God and let God let God show you just like he did me, just like he did Frank, show you, yeah, this is in the word. It's okay. Holy Spirit's here. Jesus is being glorified. Check the fruit. That's Check it. the fruit. It's not it's not off the wall. Uh it may look off the wall. And I might as well just mention this before we close, but, but you always have off-the-wall people involved with stuff like that. Oh, yeah, well, you have off-the-wall people not yeah. involved with you got to, the Off-the-wall people are everywhere. Yeah, and so you can't judge something by one or two people no. who may be, you know, off base. And strange people, let's face it, strange people are, are attracted, attracted to, to the that's supernatural. Right. And yeah. that's okay because maybe they can get some yeah, help. Exactly, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, you think about the woman... Who who walked with Paul and said these men are of the Most High God? Yeah. She was a nuisance. Yeah, she was. You know, and finally Paul just stopped and said, "Hey, I'm tired of this. Yeah. Come out." You know, yeah. so uh, we yeah. just want to encourage you. I believe revival's coming Amen. in a great way. I'm gonna be a part of it. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna not be a part of it. Yeah. And uh, and so God's done great things in the past. But he's going to do great things in the future. Amen. And you can be a part of it. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being a part of the podcast My today. Pleasure. I enjoyed it. Yeah, well, I appreciate you being here. And what an awesome word. And and uh, we're glad you listened today. I trust it was a blessing to you. I want to remind you also that our Freedom Crusade is coming up over the July 4th holiday. Hey, you need to make plans to be here. We're going to have an awesome time of worship Prayer, praying for the sick, seeing God move, hearing the word. I mean, it's going to be great. It's just a time apart, and you have to have those times. Sometimes where you just 
get apart with the Lord, and we're going to do that, and we want you to be a part of it as well. We're going to have ministers' meetings on the 4th of July and the 5th of July during the day. If you're a minister, you can register for that. Just go online, wordoflifecenter.org, and it'll give you all the information you need. God bless you. Till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.